if you know her. Oh, you got it. I was gonna ask how your trip was, but my trip, my trip St. Thomas. Yeah, that was pretty fucking awesome, bro. It was great. Uh, just parasailing. Um, did some uh, underwater walking, which scared the shit out of me, bro. It was pretty fucking awesome, bro. That was that was awesome. I was scared shitless though, bro. I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold you. I was scared shit. I my kids my kids are gonna watch the shit so they don't never know. But I, I got in there like a champ, like I want to see, like you know, what I'm saying I was real calm. I was scared uh, shitless fish. But like swimming by my face while we underwater walking under the fucking water. Like just, <laughs> I'm over here like panicking, like, oh nigga. Oh nigga. Who is, who? I don't think, I don't think the street proper want that smoke. Woohoo. <laughs> the smoke old girl we blowing out, but she knocking people out. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of thinking in black. Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, chill. Hey, you got to chill. You got to chill, big dog. Start a little thigh meat, man. I'm <laughs> you got to chill. You got to chill. Indy Hartwell, number one, is a saint, and I hope she is not lost in the shuffle because Calvin wants to be an asshole. All right, hold on one second so we can get started. Got my hot take PG right there. Got my love in the machine right there. It's your boy Jay Free in the fucking hat. Yeah! That's right, back again for episode, I don't know, cause I can't count, cause I went to private school, all we learned about was Jesus. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, know what episode this is, but it's High Tech Wrestling once again, bro. I'm we looking right at you, like you can tell. We are back. I have no idea what episode this is. I, I want to say eight, but eight? I, I could be wrong. All right, it's High Tech, uh, probably episode eight. Yo, please go, please do us a favor, go check out High Tech Wrestling on um, one, you can check it out on our IG page. Two, you can also check it out on our YouTube playlist page. Link will, well, not link, actually, the link will actually pop up right now. Haha. <laughs> yeah, this is eight. This is eight. This is eight. The joys of editing. The joys of editing. So that link will pop up right here. Make sure you check out those hot takes. We got another hot take episode probably coming out Saturday or Sunday coming up. So you should enjoy this one. This episode will probably come out right around the same time as that one as well. Be excited. Be excited for I am Joe Freeline, AKA Joe Freeline AKA I enjoy wrestling very much. And uh, Andy Hartwell deserves better. Not better than Dexter Loomis. She just deserves better than to be at NXT by herself. This is stupid. Um, I got my compadres with me, my bros. Big bros, big family over here. Uh, I got my homeboy, the man who knows all about wrestling and is an amazing human being and is just a connoisseur of many things who sips whiskey out of a wine glass with an ascot. The beautiful, the amazing cause. The other KG, ladies and gentlemen. You start off by saying, there's no way home, really. It almost sounds like Kendrick Lamar, right? Um, and, and 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 this young lady says she's talking to her friend. She's she's, she's like three ways suck. And uh, so to, to to make light of the situation slash wait for wrestling, I was like, oh, so three ways suck. And things was in my head. I'm like, you clearly haven't seen AJ versus Christopher Daniels versus Samoa Joe, and I'm breaking it. Bro, what? <laughs> Bro, what? What? <laughs> what? 
Yo, okay, all right. Another KG tribute. We just, we just, all right. We just, all right. Yes, I know she was. I guess I know she was talking about a different type of three way. I just wanted to make light of that situation. I see what you did there, bro. I see what you did there. My guy, the conqueror, the great one. Fresh out the new MacBook with the with the new scene. Got the vibes up. Got the vibes up. Got the vibe. Oh, there go your girl. Got the vibes up. Got the vibe. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm subject. Raquel Gonzalez is so beautiful to me. Jesus Christ, that woman. Even when she has a style. Jesus. Just, just, been a key, mommy. Been a key. Okay, my bad. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce the conqueror, the great one, the one that puts all the shit together. Big Oos, we like to call him. Logan the Great, man. What's up, bro? I simply ask the question, do you want to be good or do you want to be great? Greatness is a state of mind. It's a marathon, not a race. Welcome everybody to season four, episode eight. Glad to be back. Hey man, we never, as my, as my compadre once said, we never let a hard time humble us, bro. Uh, we finna get all this shit together. Uh, we finna go through all the week that was. Let's get something started. You know how we do with the new out, the new way the hot take does it. One positive thing, one bad thing that you saw on Raw. One bad thing, one positive thing that you saw on SmackDown. One bad thing, one positive thing that you saw on Dynamite. One bad thing, one positive thing that you saw on Impact if you watched it. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. I don't know how life works anymore. All I do is watch wrestling and Netflix. Oh, also one more thing. One bad thing, one positive thing you saw on Rampage. Let's start with Raw first. Boom, there's a screen. Raw, who wants to go first? Do I have to say something about Raw? Mr. Three-Way over there shit, yeah. Yeah, you got um, I mean, I mean, honestly, bro, <laughs> honestly, if you want to be really honest with you, uh I have I, I'll be I'll be brutally honest with you right now. I have literally substituted watching Raw through either Wrestle Talk or the top ten highlights on Snapchat. I do not watch Raw anymore. I've substituted that for either Monday night football or doing something else. I don't even watch the shit, to be honest with you. I don't fucking watch it. Not gonna lie. Yeah. So, you know. Okay, so I guess what I'll say is one positive is um, the fact that we're potentially seeing down the line Bianca Blair versus Charlotte for a championship. Um, so that was, that was the main event. Uh, one negative I would say is as much as I don't like the show, right? I'm only finding ways to bury it constantly. Uh, the Hurt Business getting back together and them looking like jokes against all the books. Why? Why do that? Like, what? okay. Yeah. I don't want to complain early, but I feel like I should have to. I feel like... I feel like when... You guys pitch these ideas, and I'm talking directly to WWE, so I'm going to look directly in the camera. I feel like when you pitch ideas, I feel like the reality of the situation escapes what we actually are supposed to believe. Like, the believability thing is not a factor for you guys. Goldberg is at least 58, 59. You're telling me that Shelton Benjamin, Shelton Benjamin, and... 
Cedric Alexander. Can't double team. Goldberg has three moves. Three. Goldberg was never a hard-hitting motherfucker. Come on, bro. Like, like, listen. It's cool. It's cool if you do this. You have them jump Goldberg. One of them misses a punch or something, and Goldberg spears another dude. And then all of a sudden, now it's a one-on. That makes sense to me. But then just getting smashed? No. Goldberg's on one and a half knees. He ain't got no cartilage in one of them. He got no ACL. <laughs> what are we doing, bro? Like what, like what, what, like, listen, I get it. Wrestling is a choreographed sport that is based off telling a story. The story you're telling me is not believable. It's like, just like with one of your homeboys. It's okay, this is gonna be really, really, I like, I can I think she's gonna be amazing. This is gonna be really, really mad, gross, and disrespectful. So I apologize to anybody who's watching this who's not familiar with how I speak about wrestling. It's like one of your homeboys or one of your homegirls that you know be lying in the fucking story, like lying their ass off, and they try to tell you some real shit. You're like, yo, that's a fucking lie, bro. No, you're not. I know you didn't do that. That's a fucking lie. Every week we're wrong. Like every week is some some unbelievable ass shit. It's some stupid ass shit that just wasn't told right. You give us a hurt business back. Thank you. You shouldn't have broke them up in the first place. But you give us two of the circumstances where they're facing the new day and shit. And 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 in the beginning of Biggie's t- title run, that would have been something that would have been nice to have as a drawn out story. But you... never mind. So, old, old man loves and broke away. Y'all finna be in this bitch. Complain all night. I can feel it. Oh man. Um. Okay. I I, I... Biggie. This is gonna be a hot take. Big E doesn't need the New Day anymore. He doesn't. He got the title at the right time because he's ready. He had that year on SmackDown to build, become better in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Not blow up. He lost a ton of weight. I was looking at that throwback picture last week, uh, uh, last night, excuse me, when Dolph was out there talking to him and Drew, and they showed how big he was, and he was looking now, and it's like, yo, this dude is like, seriously improved himself and he's like he he made sure he was ready for that spot bro so for me personally raw okay i was happy with bobby getting the title and now we got biggie getting the title so that's the highlight for me now hurt business are they truly back together do we really know for a fact that they're back together because if we haven't seen a full-on reunion where bobby's like yeah man glad we all back together you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like, all right, they hired Henchman. He just came back with the shirt yeah. on, gave a head nod. So I'm like, all right, are we really truly alluding to a reunion, or is this just some chicanery? You know, that's no, the I, thing. I think they are just because they're also, uh, WWE's like official Twitter had a picture of all three of them back. So, KG, where's where's MVP? Uh, he had to have surgery. So, but I oh, think real, he's. Right? Uh, well, I don't know if that was just for the actual injury was the on was like the storyline was the actual injury, should I say, or mm-hmm. was the storyline to cover up another injury? I already had to have surgery on, but he should be back. Uh, I don't think he's gonna miss a whole lot of TV time just because obviously, you know, for the most part, he's in the mouthpiece anyways, more on the lines of he had surgery, you know, he probably got to wait an X amount of time to start traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, let's see the official injury though. I can go ahead and talk. I'm gonna look up his official injury real quick. Okay. And then the other part I, I um like about Raw is that we are 
the people that didn't know, that didn't follow Bobby Lashley over in Impact, you're getting a firsthand look at him being able to talk. Guess what? The guy can talk. Newsflash. Hello. Ding dong. Yeah. Like, talk. That's that. That's need MVP. <laughs> right. Yeah, knee right. surgery. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. What? Okay. All right. I'm sorry. And this is off subject. I apologize because I'm trying to watch NXT too. Why the fuck did? Why the fuck did? Who told? Who told? WWE NXT 2.0 to dress the toxic bunch like Josie and the fucking Pussycats. What the fuck is this shit? What am I watching? What the fuck is this shit right she now? She looks like an old girl. She looks like Laura Croft from Tomb Raider. They look like a bad. They look like a bad. The red top instead of blue. They look like a bad version of like, the beautiful people. White faced TLC. This is fucked up. Like all this. I know you about to say. <laughs> I just want to say the beautiful. I want to say the beautiful people from TNA. No, you said TLC. There's I mean, it's a red bikini, though, so I'm saying if Mandy did want to reboot Baywatch, I'm here for it. Listen, I I, and I I like Mandy Rose. I think she is a extremely, like, like she's, she's, in comparison, she would be what Vince would want her to be as, like, Trish, Trish, Trish Stratus. She wants, that's what he wants her to be. He wants her to be that. In Ring Ability, though, she ain't there yet. She's not there. Kenny Omega's probably, probably won't ever get there. <laughs> no, sure that's all she. That's all she has. Is Kenny Omega's V trigger. But the other two, the other two can wrestle. The other two can wrestle. Oh yeah, no, Gigi can wrestle and so can uh, KG. Right, they can they can wrestle. But they got the, they got them dressed up, bro. They look they're literally dressed up like they're going to a fucking Halloween party. I don't see. I don't get this shit anymore, bro. NXT was our escape where we were like, there's hope for WWE. And now it just feels like it's all chaotic and chaos and bullshit. And yeah. This, and, and that's uh, that's my segue. And that's my segue to NXT, bro. Like, I don't get it. And what I'll give I'll give you my negative right now. I don't ever need to see the young lady, aka B Fab, that looks like Craig's girlfriend from Friday. I don't ever need to see that wrestling here. That was the worst street fight in the history of street fights probably last week. It was it was awful. Like they look like they were uncoordinated. Like she, like she was pausing mid punch. Like she didn't know whether she should punch old. Uh, I'm sorry for getting uh, the uh, wrestler's name, but uh, I almost called a common wrestler. Electra Lopez. Both and matter of fact, both of those ladies were at WCW. Electra looked fine in that. Because I'm sorry. Electra. Yeah, Electra's been wrestling though. Like she's been wrestling. It's like she's been wrestling for, since. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna necessarily fault her. Yeah. But. He's not ready to leave either, though, and I think that's the big problem with that match. Neither one of them were, they, you know what I'm saying, ready to be in the space where they're taking charge of the match and leading the other. You know, mm-hmm. Electra may have more experience than B-Fab, obviously, but, uh, yeah, that was it. You know, this is where WWE should still a page actually out of AEW, and they should just, like, have a show. Like, 2.0 legit could have been they're dark on YouTube. Like you didn't have to change the whole black and gold brand product. You could have did the 2.0 shit on YouTube yep. and it could have lived on there. Yep. We've been, you didn't we, have to really, go ahead. We said that last week. I said, we, no, we said it two episodes ago. Three, I said three episodes ago, three episodes ago. AEW has figured out that we don't need to take up TV time with TNT or with TBS. To get our people to be able to be able to get our, do our thing, we will literally put them on YouTube 
We will allow them to wrestle in the Indies. We will allow them to learn more. And as they get bigger and better, we'll, we'll, we'll push them more into a, a different spectrum. Because the more that people watch, because I watch, I watch Dark on Mondays for an hour, which is only an hour, and has 10 matches. So that means everybody gets like, like what, like five, six minutes, right? And then I watch Dark, dark uh, Elevation or whatever, that's two hours and it's 10, it's quick. And then like, cause all, all the people, all the people that already know they're doing it, they're fast, they're five minutes. But the ones that need work and time get 10, 15. So you get that work. So now you're developing a fan base on one of the biggest social platforms for streaming, for videos, period. This two point, this two point oh shit, this shit right here, you're losing fans because motherfuckers are like, I don't know who the fuck that guy is. I don't know who the fuck this person is. This, this is awful. Right. Cause, cause they just brought out- They're not injecting them in the right way. There's no, uh, uh, um, what do they call it, vignettes? Vignettes. Vignettes? I say vignettes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no going to take place. And the ones that are, it's like right before a match. Like this Tony D'Angelo we just saw. Uh, but um, yeah, man, 2.0, should it should have lived on um, YouTube. I would much rather watch Booker T's school down in Houston, uh, Reality of Wrestling, who just also got a TV deal, if uh, what I read was correct. Um, so th it's, it's, a, it's a polished, it's, a, it's basically what everybody's doing, man. Like, it, it has a place for it to live. Unfortunately, they decided to, you know, scrap what Triple H and, and Sean and everybody was building down there with the black and gold brand. Now, now, the one thing I will say that I do like about 2.0 is I do actually like the set. You know, the set was yeah. super dark. Like, you know what I'm saying? It needed some light. Now that, I'm, I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? But just the whole, okay, we're just going to keep endlessly throwing all these new faces out here that we know nothing about other than maybe seeing him on the WWE page on Instagram with the gray shirts talking about performance center, new recruits. Now I'm good. Yeah. We could have figured out another way to, to, to uh, push Rick Steiner's son. Like, I'm sorry. You could have, you really could have, you honestly could have used main event or superstars and put that on YouTube and made that a thing at that point. You have main event, you have superstars. If it was somebody you really believed in and doing their thing or whatever, you would have pushed them on main event superstars and just have them cut really good promos and then feature them. Like the reason why Kevin Owens was such a big deal to us when he got up and faced John Cena, mm -hmm. for the for the hardcore fans, you remember him in PWG and Ring of Honor. For those that didn't know him, you remember him on NXT because NXT did a slow build with him and slowly made you pay attention to him for the storytelling of that. A la Triple H, Regal, um, and the, the, and I'm sorry, I'm just gonna call him Prince Albert. I don't know the guy's name. <laughs> and, and, and that's why we love Kevin Owens so much now because we've seen him grow from literally NXT champion Universal champion to all the above. Right. If Rick Steiner's son beats Tommaso Ciampa on Halloween Havoc, because that's in the main event, you are going to lose that show. You're going to lose that show. Your top tier champion, 
is going to be Rick Steiner's son. Who Not this fuck? fast. Not this fast. Who the fuck is who the fuck is this guy? I have <laughs> listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be an asshole to Rick Steiner's son. I, he he might be fucking amazing, and and we just don't see it yet. But if he has a good match with Tommaso Ciampa, okay, cool. Now you have someone you can push. Great. Right. So you have Gargano. You have Ciampa. You got Rick Steiner's son. And a couple of people, and then. And then, uh, oh my baby's on sorry, Io Shirai, and then and then now you have to you got you got to figure out these other things. I think, and I also think, and I agree with you, KG, with the the negative part of uh, NXT was that street fight, but I think they need to figure out figure out a way to kind of make hit row seem legit, <clears throat> or make them seem like you know, because their 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 weaknesses their weaknesses um, the the, uh, the Brianna, I call him. Sorry, that's what she's on Instagram. Their weakness is her. She's the weakness. Um, and I don't. And you weren't here when I was talking to KG about this. Um, my fear is that they are going to ruin Hit Row, but not just Hit Row. Hit Row's big men as well. I fear that they're going to ruin him and turn him into a male Nia Jax because top dollar. Gonna, yeah, top dollar. I thought like they're going to make him a male Nia Jax because he hasn't he hasn't had enough time to train. That's my fear. That's my biggest fear because I feel like they're going to like revamp him and make him this big man that's dominant and trying to do all the other shit and they're going to fuck up his career. That's my fear. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just mm-hmm. think that's one of my fears with him going to smack, with them going to smack now. Like I feel like Hit Row, I feel like Hit Row will get a Tyler Breeze run. Mm. Three months of three months of really good matches, really good, really really good things going on, and he's gonna lose the championship to Escobar next week, and uh, that'll be it. And then that, and then oh well, that'll be it. And and then and then all of a sudden, Swerve's got to fight for his own spot. Uh, Breeze got to fight for his own spot. Low dude's got to fight for his own spot. And then they're gonna push top dollar because he's big. And then that'll be it. That's the Yeah. I mean, no, but um, wait, did you? No, I was just gonna say, but um, to to spin back something positive though last week, uh, as I was talking to him about, I do feel like they did Yo and Zoya disservice by some of the, like the people that got called up and moved around and things like that because they need some ladies that can go with them in the ring. Um, that was a solid match last week, though. Like you were, like we were saying earlier, though, Gigi and like, uh, sorry, I was calling Lacey, <laughs> but um, JC, uh, they can wrestle, so it's like that was a solid match, but um, yeah, it's just I'm not feeling this 2.0 stuff, it's just, it's just like a two hours of superstars. That's actually super duper accurate. <laughs> wow. And in, in, in heat, can't forget heat. Yeah, yeah. And, and Shock velocity. Shocking. And velocity. <laughs> Wherever you would see like the brand new, brand spanking new people that you didn't know nothing about. Yep. Just like tonight, this is going to be a joke to me if these new dudes win these titles and not the real young vets, if MSK doesn't retain. My, but see, but see, but do you see how it happens? It's, a, it's some vet shit. Like, it's not like a match where it's just MSK, Grizzle Young Veterans. The rematch. Nah. 
a fatal four-way. Why are we doing that? For what? Why? We got we got beer money mixed with smoking guns and shit. We got Harlem Heat mixed with motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> my man, Robert Party 2.0. And then we got Grizzly Young Veterans who has a good character, MSK, who you know how I feel about them. But you know, it don't it don't make no sense. Like it don't it don't like make it make sense for me, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, people are so tired of like 2.0 already, like the first night that Imperium got a baby face pop. Like that tells you, and that's not that they're sitting around town, so I like Bartel. And I can allow myself to tell baby not good, but it's it's to the point where, like people are not feeling this, this quote unquote revamp. The the set is awesome. Yeah, like seriously, I yeah, both of you said that. But yeah, I agree with that. Because like right. just, that's been the best part of this whole 2.0 crap. Like it's it's that's it. Now I don't mind seeing the new faces, it's just it's a it's a I as it's a just fan, a way to do it. Yeah, a rhyme and a reason to it. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna give them a show. All right, give them a show on YouTube where it's going to build their following. It's going to build their fan base. They may already have YouTube channels, you know what I'm saying? Like most of them do nowadays, so or Twitch or whatever. So this this gives them a place to let all that other extra stuff live, you know what I'm saying? Which was something great that, you know, AEW and the Elite did, you know, at least that first year of... Uh, AEW being, you know what I'm saying, on TV, you know, once Dynamite uh, debuted, you know, they kept all of that stuff going on YouTube because why people are always on YouTube like 24-7. Some people don't even, like for me, for instance, YouTube TV, that's where I watch TV. I don't even watch cable. I don't watch cable either. Yeah. You know, so it, it just makes more sense to have a long-term relationship and build that following on a streaming platform like a YouTube versus you know, just totally messing up what you had established already. You know what I mean? On TV, you know, when USA gave them that deal, that deal wasn't for this style of show. It was for what Triple H and, and Sean and Road Dogg and, and, and all of those people, Dusty, all put together, you know what I'm saying? Prior, right. you know. Yeah, because I'm gonna be honest, they keep this up, I'm not gonna be watching this too much longer. Yeah, I can. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna find it on the network the next day, and just like skip through the what the I want to see because this is this is tough to watch from what NXT used to be from the standpoint that they're wasting Ember Moon. There was really no they gave her this whole big setup to come back. People didn't know who it was. They just knew somebody that used to be a big thing down on NXT. Mm-hmm. Amber comes back and they've literally done nothing with her outside of that little quick, quick cup of coffee her and uh, Shotzi had the tag in the big day. Sorry, I couldn't help it, bro. I couldn't help like, it. Huh. Just tell me, tell me why you couldn't just send Ember to SmackDown. We'll get into that a little bit later about the draft, but you're not going to use her on NXT. She lost tonight to Mandy Rose. Like, think about that. Like, I'm looking at certain talents. I'm looking like I'm out of there. When my contract up if it's up anytime soon the writing is on the wall like they were saying something uh i was listening to busted open to, this morning and they were saying uh look at kevin owens like body language after that segment with uh akira tozawa last night and it was just kind of like yo i'm i'm gone <laughs> like, no, i was talking to yeah i was talking to, to joe about that yep L- listen listen to what you just said bro they yeah. put a segment together with the character's hour 
and Kevin Owens. And they had him put he over. And they had him put over. Baron Cor- they had him to, 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 to make that even worse. They had him put over trash ass Baron Corbin on his way to Raw. KG, tell me what you was telling me about uh, KO. How long has it been since he held the title? Four years. Why is since, that, since that feud with AJ. Why is this nigga going through college? Why is this nigga going through a whole? Nah. <laughs> He's going through college. But yeah, going through ups and downs. The ups and downs and shit. Like the nigga, he gave. He, bro, oh, bro, bro, Vince, Nick, I don't care. I don't care what. Listen, wrestling. Wrestling is gonna go beyond WWE, AEW, all this shit. But Vince should know better when you don't take care of the people that really help your brand, a la Bret Hart. I'll, um, motherfucking me, but motherfucker, just, I'll, 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 Daniel Bryan, all these, all these, all these guys that have done really well for your brand that you don't take care of because you don't take their, uh, their, um, constructive thought process of how they want to be portrayed as a character and you give them stupid shit. Allah, when you made Kevin Owens, uh, the example of the USA or whatever, where he came, where he was treated, <laughs> and then he came back shave face or whatever, clean face, and then you didn't let him and AJ do this, do this thing where they had like a long process, and they had a story, and they were doing search, and you were disappointed in him for making the match um, go from like a uh, like a cover because they wanted to a long process of storyline, and you shortened it up and chopped it up some bullshit because you don't understand the reason for it. Yo, yo, do not be, listen, a year from now, when all you have is SmackDown, and USA is like, nah, bud, <laughs> we're done with Raw, we're done with NXT, we're gonna look elsewhere. Don't be surprised when you gotta go back to TNN. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about, bro. I don't, I don't even know what that fucking is going for. <laughs> Spike TV. Spike TV, bro. You go back to Spike TV. I've got it, bro. I've got it on Spike. Honestly, that's when Raw, that's probably the last time Raw was actually... Decent. Consistently good. Decent because Spike TV didn't give a fuck. I want mature shit. Don't give me none of this weak shit. Yo. And Spike TV was at that time they kind of had, I don't necessarily want to say it was their agenda. It might have been. But they kind of was like, yeah, we're gonna own this. We're the man channel. Like they had that show even. The yeah. man show with like man Tom Arnold and all of them. John Sanford. Remember they had the man awards where Rihanna won it like three, like three or four years in a row? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Like this, like this shit is. Like, like, my I thing get, is, you had Jinder Mahal main eventing, and when you had Kevin Owens on the same roster, like, that's a fucking slap in the face. Yeah, yo, Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens probably gave you some of your best matches outside of Edge with your champion. But you telling me, like, you couldn't have gotten Kevin Owens as the top heel champion on that uh, feuding with AJ, feuding with uh, Randy Orton. Like, it's just, it's just mind-boggling the stuff that, that Vince was doing. Shit, feuding with Shinsuke. We never got, like, we got some one-offs, but, like, there's so much. If you put Kevin Owens in that position, SmackDown would still would have been at the tier that it was at 2016 if you weren't pushing this agenda of trying to get the network cracking in India with, yeah. someone, who was, with someone who was technically Canadian. If you... <laughs> if you would just put Kevin Owens against someone viable there's not a lot he can do honestly if you would have put carrion cross against kevin owens and then carrion loses to kevin owens 
Now we're not looking at you crazy. But when you have Karrion Cross, who's dressed like a transsexual Viking, go over against Jeff Hardy. What the fuck are you doing right now? One, you've destroyed his character because of his attire and your fixation with Vikings and dominatrix shit, Vince. Get that shit together. I don't even know what the fuck is wrong with you. Because you, black leather, and some type of whips is a fucking problem. You need your head checked. Secondly, Karrion Cross is one of the most dominant champions on NXT because he was built correctly, the right way, to be made to be seem intimidating. He's 6'4", 265 pounds. You're telling me that he beat 5'11", 210, we'll call it, Jeff, 225, 225, okay, 230, 230 Jeff Hart. 5'11", 230 Jeff Hart. That's what we're going with, man. Because you want to punish NXT, supposedly, for losing the ratings war against an up-and-coming company that just does shit smarter because they're younger and they have a bit more experience and some of them know how you work. Because you I'll, 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 I'll go a step further, bro. This company, AEW, is not a publicly traded company, right? Right. So you don't have all of the restrictions and, and, and shackles that WWE has. That's a choice Vince and company decided to do. So how are you going to get mad at NXT? You know what I'm saying? When you basically set them up for failure, you said your development brand is going to be better than their top tier brand, their main roster brand that had a Chris Jericho on there, that had, you know what I'm saying, veteran leadership in the background, veteran age. You know what I'm saying? Arn Anderson's back there. Uh, Dean Malenko's back there there you know what i mean you got these guys that just were on fire in japan and not just japan because cody and the bucks they went on a little world tour they was in ring of honor they was an impact they was in japan they went all over and just created a a, 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 a just a, a blaze uh, and leaving the blaze everywhere they went so you bringing all of that to one location and the development brand is supposed to knock them down sorry no it's not gonna happen not gonna happen so if you're gonna you know what i'm saying punish anybody punish yourself because you had the tools to at least make it competitive we could have had bailey and sasha on there every other week they were the women tag team champions at that time if they would go ahead and do the guy oh they they, did they really do it did they really you know what (laughs) i don't i don't fucking get it Mid rent, man. Just mid rent. Oh why God. are why 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 are the smoking guns mixed with beer money? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is this shit? So I mean, it's just I, the tools were there. It just wasn't. It was it wasn't used correctly. Okay, we got Charlotte for a hot cup of coffee down there. How about we just unify those damn women tag? I mean, women uh uh, uh championship right, yeah. You know. But, but the thing was, it was like they were trying to say that the uh, championships could appear on all three brands, but we only saw the title defended there twice before they gave NXT, or three times before we gave NXT their own titles. But not we before they, um, because you saw the Kabuki Warriors face Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. Uh, you saw Sasha and Bailey face Tegan Knox and Chachi Blackheart. And then you saw Raquel and uh, Dakota, they faced. 
Not so Dakota's a common denominator. Well, not common denominator, but two or three times. Uh, we saw Dakota, Raquel and Dakota face, was it, uh, Shayna and Nia? And that was it. And they did that hokey stuff where they, you know, they didn't, they, did he count the four? Um, anyway, uh, mm-hmm. where they did that hokey crap. But yeah, like Tim was saying, if you had them appearing on both shows, that would be a way to kind of balance it out because uh, I believe the NXT actually beat them in the ratings when Sasha and EO was in the main event of Great American Bash. If I'm not mistaken, it'd be AEW that week in the ratings. Um, but like Tim says, just, it's just arrogant. Um, and it's just to do to, to, to that because Jericho alone is the household name, obviously, amongst wrestling fans or casual and hardcore fans. Um, didn't get, they didn't do anything. They just sent Charlotte down there. That doesn't, you know, be all. I think that would have been like a way to check her ego, but that's another argument for another day. Um, they could have sent AJ or Orton or somebody. I mean, just they just didn't send anybody. And if you look at it, and I think I said this before on the show, um, if you had to list like 10 people from those rosters, I mean, outside of Champa and Adam Cole and maybe Johnny Gargano, who's going to crack the top 10 out of you took 10 wrestlers? from each brand and say like those are the top 10 10 guys I want to build around mm-hmm. maybe those three would be it that you would take from NXT the rest of them will probably be from AEW the other seven wrestlers so I mean that kind of speaks to why they you know lost the quote unquote Wednesday war if you if you really if you really think about it like this if you th- think think about it think about it like this where, um, I knew that was coming. Where you literally have Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson. I think they're in their thirties. Cody's in his thirties. Tony Khan, mm-hmm. Tony Khan is like forties. He's like, he's got to be like late late forties, early forties somewhere in there. Vince has Vince has been doing wrestling for like fifty years. He's been in wrestling for like fifty bucks, like fifty years, fifty years. Okay evolving is something that he's been doing you know what i mean but he's always had someone younger to help him with that and i think he tony does, Khan is 38 bro tony Khan's 38 he's 38 he did yeah bro he hasn't had any like like listen tony Khan's a diehard wrestling fan he's a diehard wrestling fan all right so he he, he loves wrestling and he, and he, he thinks the word of wrestling is gonna betray the boys I'm trading boys. I can feel it. They're gonna do it. Uh, and then uh, just he's just been like a really big fan of wrestling the whole time. The issue at hand is that he's gonna have people that's gonna help him evolve and use some of Vince's tactics. For example, Paul White, Mark Henry, uh, Chris Jericho, all, all things that we all have been saying. Don't forget all- his big brother. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 listen, they're, listen, people are understanding that at this point in time, they're going to go to AEW because you're going to get more time to do a lot more things. Even if you don't get to go on Dynamite, which is a segue, by the way, Dynamite or the Rampage, you know where you will be able to go? Dark, Elevation. So if you wrestle Indies, Motherfuckers gonna see you on the Indies and be like, oh shit, he's still wrestling. This is gonna be dope. Because freaking John Moxley is everywhere. GCW, MLW, 
he's everywhere. He's wrestling everywhere and is everywhere. He's he's just as big as Roman, just as big as Seth, with no title. With no title. Just as big so, as these boys. He got the GCW title now, don't he? I don't think so. He took it from uh 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 let me get his name right, because it's not Zach Ryder. Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I think I think he just beat his ass. I don't think he won the title. I'm not sure. No, he did. He did? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Because him and Nick Gage are supposed to have a match after that win. I think okay. that's I think it's gonna. I think it also serve as a double-edged sword, just letting them go out here and do independent matches like that. Like, I think at some point you got to be like, "Hey, we're gonna let you do X amount of these independent, you know what I'm saying, uh, promotion shows, you know, uh, and then from there, you know, you you can't do you, you can only do a certain amount for the year because a, a GCW match, if we having a, like a death match, like we don't want one of our main guys like going and consistently being a part of their like pay-per-view, you know what I'm saying, death matches right. and stuff. Like, Cause it's putting wear extra wear and tear on his body. You know, you might be ready to go and push him as your champion again. And he's not ready because he got an injury from that death match. I think you yeah. I, I think you do now. Like I think AEW does now. Cause think about it like this. If Mox gets hurt, who are you not going to push? They got an surplus right now, though. So right. if he got hurt, then he good. But right, and then and then the deal they got with New Japan. Yeah, I can push anybody right. you can want. Tony Tony Khan's playing chess with Vince like this. Make a move. I'm well, a plus favorite move. When you got a dad that's a billionaire that knows how to play those billionaire games even better than Vincent Kennedy McMahon, hey gonna be good. Right. <laughs> Listen. Now, if only the football team would have as much success. Hey, that football team is headed to Chicago, buddy. You heard it here first. They said they, they've been saying that for like the last three years. They wanted to bring them back to Chicago for some reason. Why? I think the uh, they have a uh, the family has history here or? Yeah, the family I'm, has a lot of uh no all, all jokes aside uh it's only smart though too because if you're going to categorize your talents as independent contractors then having them work in other promotions is actually actually giving them then another sign of them getting freedom too because you're not going to see That's seth or roman pop up nowhere else right. like right so don't label them as independent contractors if, you, if, you get, if you're not allowed to show up at mjpw or roh anymore where obviously seth made his name was tyler black or um, impact or anything like that. So how are you independent contractors? Labeled as independent contractors, and they can't even do that stuff. Yeah, no, you, that's that's a great point, KG, because he that is truly letting them maneuver and and act as if they are just what they're supposed to be in theory, independent contractors. Yeah. I was just saying, you know, at what point does you know in the you're building a contract, right? Because you have to think about your company first. Like I was saying, uh, when um, Kenny finally lost the Impact Championship, it's like, all right, we ha we haven't really heard nothing else about him even trying to pursue that title back. We haven't even seen him wearing the rest of his titles to the ring anymore. It's just kind of like the whole uh, uh, title collector thing kind of you know was put to bed once Christian won that title. So my thing was is okay with these people during these contracts, 
or agreements rather with these other promotions is they're like hey we're gonna let christian be on your show 40 times you know what i'm saying and during the year in exchange for you know utilizing some of your women from your women's division or something you know what i'm saying like that's that's the part i'm trying to figure out how that that part works with them i think it, and I, and I, and I think it is i think it really is something where like they intermingle with just figuring out what's what because there's no deal with doing that type of stuff like that's that's part of the ride why you see suzuki uh Matoro and fucking AEW because at some point they're gonna make the call like I need this guy we gave Suzuki so come on I need this guy. I, and I think and I think the more that relationship is established more people are gonna join in it's gonna be it's gonna be where it's like okay New Japan Ring of Honor and Impact because people like that listen the rumor that uh Wyndham AKA Bray Wyatt is going to Impact does not mean he's not going to AEW. Christian is proof in that. Right. So he'll probably debut in Impact. Same thing with Strowman. Who'll probably de debut in Impact. Boom. Pop up at AEW. Because they wanted, they wanted Bray to come to Dynamite Wednesday night when they were in Rochester. Um, which is my segue, by the way, to go to Dynamite because we started to talk about that. Um but uh he, you know he didn't show up he wasn't there and and honestly i can understand why he wasn't there just because this is gonna sound crazy bray wyatt is an artist he is not so he is he is someone who's aware that he may never have a five-star match but he can leave an impact on you character wise a la the fiend a la bray wyatt when he first came out because i think Bray's Wyatt five-star match in WWE. I don't think it was just him by himself. That will, it's probably my personal opinion. Is when the Shields faced Bray Wyatt at uh, Elimination Chamber. That was their five-star match for Bray Wyatt. And in terms of, uh, I, I'll piggyback that in terms of that being the best match he's involved in. Uh, singles matches, I wouldn't give it five stars. I'd give it um, maybe four that Royal Rumble against Dan Bryan. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that 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 storyline was fire. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that storyline. Yeah, because he's an artist, bro. He's yeah. an artist. He's not. He's not. Well, even that strap match against DB was good. I would say when he was the fiend. Yeah. Last year at the Rumble. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to have a bad match with Dan Bryan. You get fifteen minutes, but. Point is, I would say those are probably his best singles matches. You know what? Scratch that. Are we talking about just without a gimmick involved? Or no, uh, no, I'm talking. Oh, okay, about... just in general. Okay, well, that last that last man standing against Cena was actually good. People hated that feud, but that was a good match. I would say. Yeah, it was a really good match. Um, that was the closest he had to quote unquote five stars. I, I, like you said, I wouldn't expect a five star out of him either. I heard it's almost a lot that he's going to AEW though. One reason why he didn't show up because those because his 90 days is officially over until October 29th. Right. So unless he waves that and decides he doesn't want a month's worth of money, that's like that's the only way he was going to show up last weekend, uh, Brody's hometown. But and, and my thing is is like and my thing is is as creative as he is, bro. Like it, it's a, it's about him leaving an impact, like. Mm -hmm. WWE is missing that 
impact. Because I always said, if WWE does it right, they can go from Undertaker to Bray Wyatt. Seamless. Seamless. Two entities that are like from the dark that'll just be like great pieces. Because that's what that's that's the really that's really the way that I saw Bray Wyatt. Like that's really the way that I saw him being in that realm of just being like an entity that was um, from somewhere where it's like creatively like, ooh, this is another character I like. All right, yeah. uh, one good thing, one negative thing from uh, Dynamite. Uh, let me go first right fast so I can knock it out. One good thing, uh, Sammy is now the TNT champion, which isn't believable to me because <laughs> Miro is just a big motherfucker. He just looks so fucking bad, but I'm, I'm <laughs> he's just a bad motherfucker and I'm, I'm proud of him. Um, and that's also my negative thing too. Uh, but the match with Adam Cole and Jungle Boy, yeah. Um, that's that's that's. I guess that's my good and my bad. So like two good things were bad. Um, what about you guys? Hey man, you are forgetting. Sammy is a, a sex god, okay? So as bad and big as Miro may be, he is not a sex god. That part you gotta remember that. All right, he's. A, Guys, Demi got Sammy, baby. Uh, I actually had a conversation with KG about this at work, and I was like, you know, was this the right time to actually take the TNT title off of Miro? You know, Miro was on a hell of a run. I think they utilized him properly, at least for the time being that he had the title. So I'm not going to knock it that they took it off of him. Um, but I just wasn't too sure if this was like the moment to take him off of it. You know, I, I think Sammy's a super talented guy. Uh, I think he is a bright spot in AEW. He's definitely going to be part of their future. He's like uh, he's like what Randy Orton is to WWE in terms of what he could be and his presence could be in the company. Him and MJF, uh, you know, if they stay there for the long haul. Um, right. But, yeah, uh, other than that, uh, the Adam Cole-Jungle Boy match was awesome. I didn't really have any bad takeaways from him. Uh, uh, AEW that week, so yeah, I, I don't have any. Mm. Well, because well, because um, you know what, the whole like Cody and Malachi Black thing is starting to get stale to me because I just want to see Malachi Black wrestle other people, and I think I'm sick of Cody. I think we got a heel turn that we're getting ready to go into, and it's a slow build. Um, I don't know if you guys watch The Boys, but uh, it definitely feels like Cody is doing a little bit of the Homelander act here. Yeah, I saw that. So, you know, he had the cape flowing, and, you know, he's just been being a real a-hole, like, real, you know, just kind of arrogant, the air of arrogance. And, um... You know, it's real Homelanders. So it's like, I think that's where he's going with it. Um, I just don't know if he's going to, like, join the elite or if he, I mean, he has the Nightmare family. So does he just turn the Nightmare family heel or does he join his buddies? Listen, heel Cody is amazing, by the way, in case you guys haven't watched him with the elite, where, <laughs> where they have that run where he was like, the Bullet Club is fine. That shit was hilarious. And, um... Honestly, just uh, Cody as a bad guy is just so good just because he lets loose on people. Like when he was at uh, 
I think it was Ring of Honor. He um, got to wrestle. Um, I want to call him Black Machismo, but that's not his name. His name <laughs> Jay Leaf. Jay Leaf. And they no, had. He did go back to Black Machismo for a little bit, didn't he? And right. And that's because that's what I remember him as. I remember. I don't remember him as. I don't remember him as like you know Jay Lee. That nigga the Black Machismo, the funniest shit. Yeah. But the impact, like doing the little imitations of him and Flair, uh, yeah. uh, Macho, Macho and Flair. Flair, and he was amazing. Um, but the problem is, is that when uh when Cody was there, he was like he was you know he was you know he was face. And it was like really cool. He's like, oh shit, Cody's a face. Let's go. This is awesome. And then the match was over with. Cody won. He went to go shake Lethal's hand and he kicked him in the balls. Mm. Great heel work. And then um just proceed just like really just just go in on the crowd. Like really go in on the crowd. Just really just rip the crowd. Go in on them. He's like, you want me to shake somebody's hand whose ass I beat? Fuck you. Fuck Jay Lethal. <laughs> like, huh. And it was just, and it was just, it's just good to see that 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 portion of Cody, because that shows you that he's got like a lot of character. Like Cody has a good guy, it's fine. Yeah, okay, but Cody has a bad guy. Beautiful. So basically saying he basically saying he exaved your wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Just Tim, Tim, do you know that story? Nah. So apparently, like, Xavier Woods and Cody wrestled each other in high school. And, like, I guess some, like, mutual friend or something was like, hey, this is so-and-so. And they're at a bowling alley, and Cody, like, turned around and was like, yeah, yeah. And he kicked his ass in wrestling. And, like, Xavier said he, like, walked away and, like, rolled a strike. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so Cody says that didn't happen. Maybe, Cody, Cody says that didn't happen because they were both like on a, somebody's podcast. He disputes that, like how that went down. <laughs> Xavier Listen. swears this would happen. Xavier Woods has the craziest life ever. Xavier, when Xavier, listen, when Xavier Wood passes on, which God forbid is not very soon at all, his life will be amazing. If you look back on Xavier Woods' life, Xavier Woods has had the life. Like he's had like. He's got he's got an amazing YouTube channel, okay. Um, he's he's gotten to be one of the like one of the top tier champions in tag team wrestling ever. He's a part of one of the biggest stables ever. He's got this is so inappropriate. He's got to hit one of the baddest chicks to come out of AEW and WWE ever. I don't want to hear nothing about it. He did it. It's a video of it, okay. I I don't want to hear nothing. About it. No, I, this ain't me. I don't care. Who did he hit out of AEW? I'm sorry, WWE. He, he misspoke. Oh, I'm like, who? I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he's married now. I'd hope he's not. I mean, you know, to each his own, but. I mean, Becky flirted with him on the show, too. Ruby Ruby wanted to get out of him one time when after. Yeah, look, I'm not listening. Out. That man, that man is, that man is the goat milk whisperer. Okay, you hear me? That man is. <laughs> that, man, that man can get some milk of magnesia, okay? Now you see yeah. why I said you was Xavier Woods? No, I'm not. I'm not that at all. I'm not that at all. <laughs> Xavier Woods is top tier. Like I said, I said he was the you no. Know I said he was the same brother because he's educated. Not because like they don't think he's dangerous. That's why I would say that though. Because like they mess around with a uh, mess. I'm trying to think what I'm gonna say. They mess around with swerve. They ain't gonna come back right for real. They ain't trying to swerve. Swerve is from Seattle. Don't do that. Swerve is from Seattle. 
We treat it with respect. Swerve, Swerve is a real thug out here, okay? Because they, Xavier, listen. That's what I'm saying. They ain't just passing. They, 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 they ain't ready for that thug passion. Hit real rep. Yeah. No, back to the, uh, kind of out of topic. Oh, go ahead. Listen to me, bro. Xavier Woods is built different, bro. That that guy is something different. I don't care what nobody say. That guy is different. Different. All right. His life is amazing. His life is amazing, bro. You 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 can never listen. We can never take away what Xavier Woods' contributions have done for, for like wrestling period and YouTube. I didn't no, give them, um, them a shot with one of the single titles. Like, no, but uh, back to AEW, not to sound like a broken horse, though. I'm in the uh, speaking of positives and the uh, going back to the Cody thing, it was calling the man, they was called that dude Armed Anderson. He said he's gonna get the block <laughs> and spill and spill the brains of the concrete. I right. Hey, Arm was letting y'all know, man, he still got it, man. Hey, there's a TikTok of Arn Addison with the Glock and shit, and this got uh, <laughs> Annie up in the background and shit. This oh, shit, wow. <laughs> this shit pulled up. Annie up, take that forward. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, Yo. so that's that's mine. We can kind of go to, we want to stick with AEW and, and transition to one positive and negative uh, Rampage. I really don't have a negative for Dynamite. I do have a negative for, for Rampage, though. Yeah. Oh, let's hear it. I'm I'm gonna need them to start have start having Mark Henry in these backstage segments. <laughs> he, he sounds like Teddy Long when you make somebody go one on one with the Undertaker. Because at the end of the you know the, the before the main event, right? He always says they done enough talking. Let's get it on. I said oh, y'all really brought Mark Henry here to do this. Well, y'all could have paid Teddy probably less for that. <laughs> they brought they brought Mark Henry in for the uh, late bloomers. That's why they got me. No, no, I'll joke aside. No, I heard he's good at scouting and stuff. I just don't appreciate how they're using him on TV. Like, you took him off commentary or whatever. It's like, not like we know this dude can talk. Like, he's great. Did scout. you really? He brought Bianca. Well, that's over what there. I'm saying. But, and he can talk. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, and he, he brought Braun over there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, well, my thing is, like, why are you using him, like, like I said, like he's Uncle Teddy, basically, on TV? I, well, I think, I think they lack, um, I think they lack the, the commentator thing where they don't have like that mean gene. You know what I mean? Like they don't, they look like, you know, WWE need a hill. great backstage presence, like mean gene. Yeah. Um, but see, Excalibur could hold that space, right? If they wasn't doing the three man booth. But, Exc but Excalibur is so good in ring commentary too. Like he's so he, he no, I saying, in terms of Excalibur is their best commentator to me. But in terms of somebody that could play the whole mean gene role, like you know. I mean that's kind of what Tony Giovanni's doing though. Yeah. He, but I, I uh, like uh, honestly like I think that like if it was like like if it was you better let Tony Giovanni live. You got the you got the earrings pack pack the earring popping. You gotta get it together though man that, that feng shui ain't right. You can't have the earrings blinging with the bland ass dockers and that navy blue blazer. <laughs> you, you, you gotta get spice it up a little bit, bro. Like, who Don't be hating on my man, Tony Shabani. Tony Shabani got the swag. He's ain't no swag, bro. That's the problem. Tony Shabani got the, listen. I guarantee you, if they put me with Tony in, in, in the back, I'm gonna show him how to dress, man. He gonna have a nice little polo, some slacks, 
you know, with the ears blinging, man. Listen, and it's going to be all good. I'm going to tell him, yo, lose the blazer because it's not what's happening. Roman Reigns wore Team Jordans. I don't want to hear oh, nothing about swag. Oversized blazer at that, bro. Like, I don't want to hear nothing 2021. I don't want to hear nothing about it. Roman a, a positive, uh, so a positive, Brian Danielson and Nick Jackson, go back and watch that, ladies and gentlemen. Now we can get back to, 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 <laughs> we to get the, the shoe talk. You like the shoe talk. Go ahead. Roman go ahead, Joe. Reigns wore Team Jordans. I that was in the, on the come up. You have. I don't care. I don't care. I don't even wear shoes like that. But I know if you get Jenny's, you never get the Team Jordans. Look, Shayna been kicking ass and wearing Team Jordans, okay? So you can't, if you're going to have a smoke for Roman, you got to have a smoke for Shayna. No, listen. Roman's Roman my age. Roman's oh, my look. age. Tony Schiavone been here for like, like he's 58, 60 years old. He got a whole <laughs> life and shit, bro. So I get that, bro. I got Nah, bro. I know. got to remember, you have to remember. I don't know if I want to say this. This is going to sound so bad. Uh, <laughs> Like Roman Samoan, like they, they, they gonna wear the Mexican Jordans. No, 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 no. Nope, nope. I can't let you do. I can't let you do. I can't let you do it. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I'm on TikTok, and 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 Big Oos and Oos is on TikTok. Nah, bro. They got the swag. They got the sauce. They it's a lot of it's a lot of them that they ain't got no problem wearing but bro, Team no, Jordans. But that's what but that's what I'm saying. But if they wearing, listen, if Oos is wearing Team Jordans or whatever, that's because Oos just got off of work. And he on his way to go change up and get the swag right. Oos ain't wearing Team Jordan's out to go kick it. Because Oos know better. Okay? Definitely. Mm-hmm. It was a couple of times he'd had a little scuffle in the ring with some Jordans on. I would be like, yo, my pair has not left the box yet. Like, what yeah. is Roman doing? But Roman he, getting money, so he can do it. He that. getting money. Right, he getting money. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying... <laughs> I'm, and I'm only saying that to say like that's all punk with the retro ones on. I can't. I was like, it's my dog. <laughs> but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like. In my opinion, Tony Schiavone is like, we like 58, 60. Yeah, Gotta Tony be. Schiavone walk out here with the wrinkled. No, that's what I'm saying. Like somebody he got to drag him up. He old. Man, who is Hey, who in AEW is in control of the wardrobe, man? Look, Nobody. Because you're Tony, Tony, the wardrobe. Tony, Tony, Schiavone, Tony Schiavone is 63. I think Rebel is a makeup person. If the good Lord She's a makeup allows me, that. If the good Lord allows me to get to 63, I'm going to show you how a 63-year-old with swag dresses. Nigga, you gonna dress like Snoop. Shut up. I already you dress like Snoop. I'm just looking. Hey, I'm gonna talk to Tony real quick. Tony, I'm looking at you in the camera, man. Hey, slogan. Like Bernie Mac said, I take my own cooking show. <laughs> I take the wardrobe job. <laughs> if there, there was any chance, there was any chance we had to be in an AEW unrestricted. No, I mean, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit referee Aubrey up. Like, yo, I don't believe any of this is they're saying. You and Tony should have us on. For fun guys, right? Only love, HT. <laughs> I'm gonna no, say only love, talk. only love, TC. No, look, only real, love, TC. Real talk. Real talk. I'm down for that shit. Listen, if, when we listen, when we get to AEW, we go. I'm gonna show Tony this fucking episode. Of you talk about his drip, and when Tony come back out, this motherfucker in an hey, all man, white I'm linen suit. Hey. Tony, Tony, you, you want him out? You want him out here looking? You want him out here looking like Seth? Steph got too much drip. Now, it's a such thing as too much drip. 
Nah, Seth out here dressed like Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. Stop doing this shit, bro. <laughs> man, Becky is. <laughs> stop, stop, right, stop this shit, bro. This shit got to stop. Somebody got to stop this man right now. And I'm going to be yeah, the one. Yeah, Becky dressing like Fifth Element. That's, that's kind of a good transition to SmackDown, though. One positive, one negative. Uh, anybody want to kick it off? Um, I would say that, honestly, uh, we don't deserve Finn Balor. We don't deserve that, man. That man is 38 years old and giving us heat. He's giving us heat, no matter what they throw at him. And the fact that WWE has only crowned him champion once with like the universal title and not really put him in a lot of matches, which, which rumor is they're going to push him a lot more, which I hope they do, it's a fucking travel schmockery. Like that's my that's my positive and my negative. The, the match that he had with Roman and practically the Usos was actually really, really fucking good. It really, really you know, spot on. My issue, however, is just that it's like Finn is giving Finn is giving you fire. You gotta use that. You gotta utilize and use that. You have to. Cause Finn is really giving you come on, yo. I'm glad he going to Raw, cause SmackDown didn't really deserve him like that. I'm glad he going to Raw. Also, he was really on SmackDown for a cup of coffee though, like. But, it's, because, but, because, but, it, but it was still, still good. It was such good though. Yeah, and it, I, like I, I personally wish he would have stayed on uh, SmackDown. No. I think the feud with him and Roman, now they've stopped it. So it's, it was, it, you know, it wasn't. I don't want to necessarily say premature. I mean, they kind of had to rush it because now we got to do this angle with Brock again. Um, the six-year uh, storyline arc. You, yeah, you know, it was all leading up to this, but um, it had it had to be done again. It had to be done. Had to be and, done. And I'm just like, yo, I really think him and Roman could have had one of those feuds, kind of like how Roman had the feud with KO. Where, if we being honest here, that feud with KO was really what put Roman over in this whole. That's what, yeah, that's what we That's yeah, it, right. We just about. said that, bro. Like yeah. we just said that. That's. That's why it's unbelievable that this nigga has no titles in the past four years. Like he going to college or some shit trying to discover who he wants to be as a man. You don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that- I mean, cause you, that, put him, you can put him anywhere on his card. He's going to thrive. Go ahead, Joe, Right, yeah, li like literally. Like, look, I'm not saying you got to put KO in a long run for the Intercontinental title, but give him a couple, like give him 90 days with like, the Intercontinental US, something, you know, just something where it's like, it matters. Give him a few that matters. If you give him a few that really matters or whatever, you, titles, titles, titles don't make the man, don't make the wrestler. The wrestler makes the title. The reason why the World Heavyweight Championship was such a big deal when it got the WWE is because Triple H made that fucking title. He made that fucking title. We, it's a beautiful championship. It looks good, but did it look good on uh, Paul White when he was the giant? Hell no. Looked weird. Didn't like it. That's stupid. Ew. When Triple H was champ, when Sting was champ, when Ric Flair was champ, hell, when uh, Terry Bollea, before we found out he was racist, was champ. You know, that, that, that makes a title. You know what I'm saying? That's great. But like now, but like now, it's, see, eh, eh, no. You could have even gave him and Sammy a run with the tag titles. I don't know why they didn't do that when they both turned. Right. I, I, I thought that they was could have been a few. They could have been a few one new day, or Usos. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's so they much. What they do? It's it's so many things you could have been utilizing this for that they're that they're not. They're not putting. I feel like I feel like Vince is like two and two is not four. It is thirty seven, and kind of makes billions of don't make sense. Seriously, bro. Like I really feel like he really don't think about any of like the things that he wants to do 
and how he wants to do certain things. I really feel like he doesn't do like anything remotely beneficial for his brand on purpose because he has a bigger plan of like getting more money somehow for shareholders. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, Question: Is the ta are the tag title the only titles uh, KO didn't touch? Yes. Yeah. But if I'm KO, I'm I'm told I'm leaving. I, I, I'm gone. Gone. You didn't put me in uh, Sammy in a, in a tag team when you could have. You didn't let really they didn't really let feud either on SmackDown. That was something that they they should have uh, highlighted a little bit more. Um, but yeah, this made me throw all of the championships on him like kind of in sequence. So him not having a title in four years, I mean, wow, that is kind of like crazy that he hasn't touched a title or in in four. He, at that time, he was getting them. They were just kind of like handing them over to him. Hey, hey, okay, who's going to put it on? Oh, okay, oh, here you go. You know, um, and he had some memorable feuds with with, with people during the, uh, those title runs. So, you know, him and AJ, uh, him and... Um, Roman. Roman, you know what I mean? Him and so, Moxley. Him and Moxley, yeah. And Ambrose. So he had a couple yeah. of uh, uh, runs that were memorable here. Hell in hell with Seth. To, he decides to go on, man. Hey, I'm, I'm, if I'm him, I'm good. Only thing I'm missing in the tag titles, I, I can go do three, four, uh, and an AEW comeback when I'm getting ready to retire and, and grab the tag titles and be a Grand Slam champion. And, or that's if he wants it. If he doesn't care about that, then hey, take my, I can take my belt, ball and go that's, on. That's how that's how Vince officially buried the hat with Bret Hart. He put, <laughs> put the U.S. He put right. the U.S. title on Bret Hart in 2010 when he beat Miz. This will Bret Hart to be a Grand Slam champion. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna put all of the hearts around the ring. Oh man, that's how he buried the hat. Speaking of the hearts, you know, the, what did y'all think about Owen's wife? I don't know if y'all got a chance to talk about that. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it at all. Owen's wife giving basically AEW the rights to use Owen's likeness on uh, any AEW game that's coming. Um. Oh, real quick about that i implore you to go watch dark side of the ring because it'll make you understand more why it was so simple for her to give it to aew i understand it i mean i'm glad that they're doing it right i implore you to like really go watch it's i think it's the first i think it's no it's the last episode of season two it's on hulu it's on hulu um, i've been meaning to watch dark side of the ring for the longest so i'm, I'm definitely gonna have to dive head in on it so this, so, so this is the thing. This is the thing that I want people to understand about Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Oh God, I don't want to say this because I don't know if I'm going to get heat for it or what. Please don't um, say Owen Hart has five moves. No. Um, Owen Hart. <laughs> Owen Hart. <laughs> Owen Hart was... Um, Owen Hart was the reason why a lot of wrestlers that we love love wrestling so much. Um, Chris Jericho loves Owen Hart. And um, I think he said this, so I didn't say it. He said Owen Hart in ring was like Daniel Bryan. Personality was as big as The Rock. And his IQ in the ring um, was better than takers and i think in my opinion that's an accurate assessment and i and if you don't believe me go watch the wrestlemania where it was owen hart versus bret hart 
because that match is 15, 20 minutes of just pure wrestling view genius. And the feud was beautiful too. Oh, just masterful hey. feud. Yeah. Very well put together. Now, Owen Hart passed away by doing a stunt with WWE. This is the thing. This is the thing about that stunt. That stunt has been done time and time before, but they had a new guy apparently working on the actual, like the actual, you know, little bungee cords. Mm-hmm. When his wife and his kids seek rest, like reciprocity for it or whatever at that point, um, WWE said they had nothing to do with it, they weren't involved, even though they hired the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE was adamant about trying to settle out of court or settle in another shape, fashion, form because they didn't want it to be in court in the first place. And adamant about trying to get Owen into the Hall of Fame. They didn't want that. Owen Hart has a foundation that helps like everybody. And WWE would have made that foundation strictly for like WWE affiliates. And that's not what the Owen Hart Foundation did. Now, AEW, we just spoke about how they have so much freedom. The reason why that was such a seamless transition is because that's exactly what they want. They want to be able to get to the masses of people without having the restraints that WWE has on just, well, you can't work with them because they're not a part of it. You know what I'm saying? And their foundation does that. Um, strongly suggest watching Dark Side of the Ring because it's, if you dislike, if, if you dislike uh, Calvin, you're going to hate his ass even more watching that Because <laughs> it is so messed Half the stuff on Dark Side of the Ring is like Calvin being an ass. They did the they did the uh they did the um the uh the Canadian screwdriver, the Montreal screwdriver. They did uh Fabulous Moolah, Vince was in on that, where she where she was a bit of an ass. Uh man, he's a part of a lot of controversial bullshit in terms of this shit. So I implore people to watch Dark Side of the Ring just because it's some fucked up shit in there too. So, um, but yeah, that, that makes sense. And I, and I really am glad that, that they got their message out through a affiliate that is gonna give them space to be able to be who they are, do great things, so I'm with that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you my positive real quick by going backtrack uh, SmackDown, Uncle, Uncle Seth popping up at the cabin. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, <laughs> He was looking at those drawings. He was like, I mean, I know they're kids. This is awful. <laughs> what do you say, Sethi's home or something? What is it? Sethi's home. That was hilarious. It was like, oh man. And then I was I was telling Tim that uh, the, the, the blurring of the lines happened twice last week. So uh, on SmackDown, I don't know if you caught wind of this. I don't know if you saw the message or anything like that. You, you're a busy, very busy man, sir. Uh, so Ed said, Called David and Danny, so that's FTR. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. They live in North Carolina, like by edge. Yeah, and so uh, Dax responded on Twitter. He said, "Yeah, <laughs> he said we're on our way to beat his." And like, and then the cast retweeted it, and then too during that promo, MJF, <laughs> he's like Tony. Out of all the kinds of professional wrestling, you're my top two. <laughs> and he says, if you don't give me what I... He said, if you don't give me what I want... I'm going to call Bruce. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce I'm going to call Bruce Pitcher. I got no run to eat that. 
Did you, did you so hear, what's going on? Did you hear CM Punk? CM Punk was like, yeah, he's like everybody, yeah, yeah, go everybody's ahead. Everybody's got reproduction. That's me die. Oh shit. But I feel did like you hear Punk? Does. I feel like everybody does. Like Bruce. Did you hear Punk when uh <laughs> when Jungle Boy did Eric around over the top rope? No, what he's, I forgot what he said. He said, "What a maneuver." <laughs> <laughs> they're trolling him so much, bro. Oh, shit. They're trolling him so much. It, oh, man. Hey, for, for two hours on Wednesdays and what is it, an hour on Fridays, you're definitely going to get a, a troll segment at least once or twice. And the thing of it is, is it's not like, see, like, you know how WCW tried to compete with WWE and tried to do the exact same thing they were doing? AEW's not doing that. They're not doing it. They're like, we're going to be ourselves. Like, we're we going to be who we are. Like, right. we're, not, we're not trying to compete with them in terms of trying to get the same thing. The same, because they don't do anything. Having an, having an hour-long show on Friday, it's fucking brilliant. It's Friday. No one wants to, Listen, as adults, if you have free time away from your kids, if you have free time to do whatever you want to do as an adult, one hour isn't going to kill you. Two hours right. is going to impact some time. You know right. what I'm saying? And, you know, I get it. You want to be able to get those ratings and you're on a big network. But they're on TET for an hour. They have that uh, commercial, commercial and commercial thing, which really seems like WWE is embracing now too. Like it's, it, they, they just get it. They just get it, bro. I, oh, um, I don't want. I'm not doing a golden shovel this week. or Handling the flowers this week. I'm not doing that. I, I, don't, I don't. Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. By the second hour raw, I need monster. I don't even drink monster no more. Yo, bro. By the second hour <laughs> raw, I need. <laughs> By the second hour raw, I need aspirin, a blunt, and some whiskey because my head hurts. This shit is just like it's just so bad, bro. Like it's oh my negative on SmackDown is uh, they drafted Happy Corbin, who's basically stole Cameron Grimes' gimmick from what he's doing in NXT. Well, Calvin gave him that gimmick. He didn't steal it. Yeah, he, yeah, he stole it because he, he won. <laughs> he Calvin stole it. gave it to him. Yeah, because because sure. because somehow That's, was, this is true, but they still stole it from Cameron yeah. Grimes. You think he got that on his own? You think he got? You think he got? Uh, I'm telling you, you Calvin. Think Calvin you think Calvin, Calvin Corbin, that there? Corbin, come to my office. That's what I'm talking about. So let me get this straight. Let me get this right. Let me get this. Right. make you happy, Corbin. That, so they called him Happy Corbin, and he got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna have happy. first. First, we're gonna have you. We're gonna walk around for about three months with a ketchup stain on your shirt. You're gonna like, bad luck. Then all of a sudden, you're gonna win the lottery. He won in Vegas. It's true. That, it's true. that sounds just like Cameron Grimes, bro. That sounds exactly- Cameron Grimes. But he, he ain't doing it with style, baby. Cameron Grimes got that over. Oh, we know he's not. That's why I said it's a negative. Right. That's yeah. why I said they got it from Cameron Grimes. No, Cameron Grimes is killing it. That's, that's why I said it's a negative though, because he stole they stole his gimmick. It is trash. Yeah, like, it's just and, 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 he's, and he's not even doing it well. It's, it's I get it because he's I, supposed to be a heel. Corbin probably doesn't even want to do that though. Like it's just you know, this dude has had the worst gimmick almost <laughs> every year he's been. Every on the main year roster. he's been on the main roster, he's had the worst gimmick. Constable Corbin, Constable Corbin, King Corbin, I, King I, Corbin. I Happy say, Corbin, I, Happy I, I Corbin, Bum ass Baron Corbin. Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, if they didn't have Constable Corbin wrestling and he was just being the constable, the heel constable, whatever you want to call it, I think that would have worked. 
Yeah, but they did. Bone Wolf Baron Corbin. It's, it was, a, was no different than how they did Corporate Kane. Corporate Kane could have worked if Corporate Kane wasn't still getting in the ring. Listen, Baron Corbin is the most overrated wrestler of the last decade. But corporate, the oh, reason, oh, oh, shit. Now, I think B Fab got to be. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. It's between him and Nia. No, no, scratch that. Nia Jackson. Nia Jackson was the most overrated. Yeah, no, she's no, she's the most overrated wrestler probably the last year. I'll say, I'll, I'll say, I'll she's, take that back because Corbin actually, if you give him the right opponent, like Nia Jackson probably had one good singles match her entire run on the main roster. Because Cor- Corbin, Against- Corbin, Corbin's deep six is good. His deep six is good. End of days. End of days. End of days. End of days is a good move. That's about it, but still, like, he doesn't look like he's gonna hurt somebody every time. No, like, no, no, no. And he moves. No. So I'll give him that. So I'm not gonna go that far as that was the last decade. I'll take that back. I just don't care for his gift in the amount of time they invest and keep trying to push. I'll just say that. But yeah. I feel like I feel like as a heel, he's naturally an asshole, and that's okay for him to naturally be an asshole. That's fine. But I feel like there's better ways of doing it. And I, and and that's that's more of my problem with WWE and not necessarily Corbin, because Corbin, you know, he he went to NXT and they didn't let him talk for like a good eight, nine months. Because you know, he couldn't. <laughs> right. And they put it, and then they, they created a presence, but, they, but, they, but he had a presence. You know what I mean? Like he had a presence. Like he would be wrestling guys, beat them in 30, 20, 30 seconds, which is again the genius of Triple H and William Regal. I will not, because I, I, I can't, like, like, after seeing NXT 2.0, I can't get past the fact of how bad it's gotten in two weeks. Like all that hard work to make NXT over, to get NXT takeover, to get it where like brand for brand, it's it's competitive and it's 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 a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing of wrestling. It has so many great memories, and you ruined it in two weeks. We got a we got another Monday Night Raw. Yeah, we do. We like, for, that's, like what, that's what that's what Calvin did. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna go down there. I'm gonna ruin both shows. That's what he basically did with the draft and with NXT 2.0. He had to wait till Triple H had to have like some type of heart surgery to ruin it. That, that's why he had the heart surgery. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 all, 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 all them talents got released. He said, Trish, Trish he, had a drink that night. He woke up in the morning. And he said, "Wait, what?" <laughs> he said, "Triple H ain't never drink none of this stuff." Like, I bet you doing it now. Paul, Stephanie woke him up. Paul. Don't be mad. Promise me you won't get mad. Promise me you won't get mad. Daddy did something crazy. Watch. And then he was like, what? What? Oh, oh, oh. No, exactly. It ain't going to be like 2011. He was crying for my love you, Pop. No, I want NXT back, Pop. That's yeah. what we don't get. I want that back. Like this. Ex- Stephanie, this is the big one. Oh, this is big one, Stephanie. Okay, dang it. This is the big one. Look, man, we he gonna yell. He come to. He gonna yell. He come to Elizabeth. He gonna yell. He, he, I ain't gonna say it. Hmm. I'm coming, Katie. <laughs> well, can we get Adam Cole Boom in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, should, we, should we get real quick? Real quick. Uh, should we do our? Uh, flowers and shovels. Joseph, you don't got a shovel, but I, uh, I, I, def- I, I definitely have one. 
Let's hear it. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait though. I'll be gracious. Ah, uh, no, yeah, no, you can go, bro. I, I don't have a show. Oh, um, can we give our flowers to Naomi for sure? Whatever you want to. I'm gonna give my flowers to Naomi because she's still relevant, and the fact that they're not using her properly, and she's still being graceful and the beautiful individual she is, is just. It's, I'm, 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 I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm a proud fan because she should be like, I want out. But you know, she's handling it well. Where she's now beefing with Sonya Deville. Um, but you know, that's the thing. Now that Sonya Deville's not even a real competitor. She's management. Uh, there's that one. Go ahead, KG. I am giving my flowers to who, who I want to give. Ruby Soho. I'm glad that she's finally being utilized in a position where she should be, where we're getting more personality from her than what I knew they were letting her show in other weeks. I already knew she was out of promo just looking at the riot squad but uh she's been on a whole nother level especially that face to face with Rick Baker a few weeks ago um yeah she was on one yeah, she was great and hopefully more good things to come Tim uh I'm actually gonna give my flowers to the WWE for giving Big E that title Oh, I'm glad to see it happen. I'm glad that they didn't pull a John Cena and make him lose his opportunity with the briefcase, like cash in and it's some BS. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy for that. Looks like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Big E is, Big E looks like a champion. He moves like a champion, talks like a champion. And I am happy to see him in this space. Um, yeah, that's all I got on that. Uh, a negative, I don't really have a negative other than what we said about 2.0, man. I think it was all said with that. Right. Um, some decisions that have been made with this whole rebranding of NXT. Uh, you know, it's it's some positives, but it's, it's a lot of negatives that's coming along with it. And, you know, uh, I think that's just at this point in the game, being a, a fan of WWE, you kind of... You, you start to expect it. Like, you know, yeah. it's going to be some bullshit some, yeah. most of the time. And then other times you're going to have some stuff that's, you know, that's real good. Um, so I just try to, you know, focus on the good stuff, focus on positives and, you know, let Tony Khan know that it's time to go ahead and sign how to take wrestling. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to leave it at that. I think, um, I think uh, for the most part with a lot of the things that go on with uh, us here, um, like us here, like we, like, don't get it twisted. Like we, we love wrestling and we love WWE. WWE gave us an attitude era, hell the ruthless, ruthless aggression era. They gave us good eras and shit. So you got to forgive us when we expect more from a brand that's been doing this for damn near 10, 20 years and has been giving us good shit. I, I like, you know, there's always, there's always, you know, in life, there is always ups and downs, but it feels like WWE is getting more and more down than where it should be right now because they're up. They keep taking away to try to rebrand and revamp 
and it's just bullshit. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's just like they're trying to change something that's good, and they're like failing miserably. And you're like, what do you just keep that good thing was fine. You didn't have to do that shit. Yeah, it's like getting into a fight with a big old bear cat. Don't get me started on that shit. Like I appreciate the sentiment. Don't get me started on that shit. And, I, and I'm like, uh, okay. I, and, I, and I said, I think I said this under Black a BWA Black Wrestling Alliance. Shout out to them on, shout out to them on their Instagram. Uh, but I was like, he doesn't need that. That's nice. That's cool. But Keith Lee doesn't need that shit. He doesn't need to be called the Bearcat. Just have him win some matches. Let him talk on the mic for a bit. Talk his shit. Let him be impressive match after match, so people can push him a la the way you did Cesaro. And then, you know, we'll be fine. Uh, my golden shot of the week is the WWE draft. Uh, SmackDown was a show that was extremely enjoyable, like to the point where it's like the only time I missed SmackDown uh, for the last, like probably since Roman's come back, honestly, is I went to a trip to New Orleans three months ago or two months ago. But other than that, I haven't really missed SmackDown. Lo and behold, look at the WWE draft tonight for the last few nights, they gutted SmackDown's roster. I mean, like a fish. Like, now I ain't talking about the fish that got released. How much fish can Bobby fish? Bye, Bobby fish can buy fish. Um, anyway, you get, so Finn gets sent to Raw. First of all, how is Finn Balor a fourth round pick? Explain that to me. And make it make sense to me. Second of all, how do you trade Becky for Charlotte? First of all, that's to be an even trade, even though I don't feel like that is. If I have to hire a few that is even whatever, I'm not going to debate it. I personally like Raw got better than that deal. I'm not going to even go into the whole debate why. But let's say you think that deal. Then you give them Bianca as well. Then you give them, like, I get the couples are married, so you want to keep Seth, but you give them Seth. You gave him Kevin Owens, who, like we said, look at the stuff with Roman. That's like propelled, it kind of propelled Roman, but like his tail was on a whole other level. The promos he was cutting, the matches they had, that, that TLC match, the last man standing match. Then you also give them Edge. You got a SmackDown's roster. Where they get back in return? Drew and Charlotte. That's it. Like, think about it. You can't say they got back New Day because they had some street props. And at this point, like, you can't tell me New Day is that much higher than street props. This isn't 2015 or 2016. <laughs> you can't tell me that's like, I mean, this is awful. Like, SmackDown. And then you, you screwed the women's division. Even more so because not only with the Becky Bianca thing going to going to Raw, you also sent Liv, who the fans were kind of getting behind. You sent her to Raw. You sent Tegan to Raw after you debuted her in Texas with shots. So now this split up. So now you have le- uh, another less tag team in an already like floundering tag team division on the main roster. So now that's going to be even worse. Good job on that. Um, now we have no baby faces that the fans know in terms of like. I like Shotzi. I'm, I think I speak for both of you. I want to say y'all both are fans of her. But are you really going to push her that fast? Love I love you. I I love are they going to put? Just got in the, uh... <laughs> he, he's, got, he's not green with envy, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, who do you I'm have now? Fucking Tony who do you have now? Who, who do they have? Who do they have in the women's division that's the baby face of the now? Because you sent you sent Santa over, so you're about to push her clearly. 
because you have the angle. She's crushing everybody's arm and breaking it. So who who's supposed to be feuding with Charlotte? Are you gonna put Sasha back to the face? You're gonna leave her the tweener? Is Bailey coming back to the baby face? I'll end it on this note because this is getting long, Grant. I'm sorry. Um, even though I never want to see her use those things again, even Bailey's buddies aren't excited about what happened this night. Even they're sad. Yeah. There you I, go. I don't. I, he, I, even Wyndham. Even Wyndham's. Even Wyndham's brother doesn't believe in that draft. Yes. Hell yes. Matter of fact, we're ending the. We're ending it with Bowley tonight. That's how we're gonna end it. Yeah. That's all I got. I'm disappointed because those are the two best shows weekly, and the higher ups have ruined. They ruined both shows. They ruined both shows in two weeks. How about all shows? Oh, and you sent Austin Theory up to Raw for no for no reason when him and Johnny Gargano were having just these hilarious segments on NXT. Right, I, I don't like I, I don't understand anymore, bro. Like I really don't. It's, then instead of capitalizing on that, possibly seeing both of them up because you know Candice is pregnant and looks like Indy's kind of doing her own thing, you just send Austin up and, send, and then turn him as well. As you have him the goofy. The way is no longer the way. I don't. I don't. High ups don't know the way to produce a great show consistently without screwing themselves and shooting themselves in the foot. I don't. I don't understand the premise of just like. Do you guys like that? Yes. How about I destroy it and try to make it better? No, bitch. Leave it the way exactly. it is. What are you doing? You're ruining this. Well, I hate you right now. Exactly. And here's the thing. I get Raw needs the extra talent to have that third hour. Great. But why did, like I said, you gutted the Rock? You basically sent Finn, Kale, and Seth for Drew. That's in a sense what you did. Because you're not using Ricochet. They're not going to. If they push him, I'll be, I'll be happy for sure, because he's criminally utilized. Like, you had Ricochet in a 24-7 championship match. Think about that for a second. Why? Yeah. Like, okay, all right. Let's 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 put something in perspective right now. One of the most talented people on your roster is Ricochet, who can actually talk if you give him a shot to be able to do so. And sure. your reasoning for not pushing him is because we have too many people that do the flippy stuff. Do you know he can wrestle too? Like, do you do you get that? Do you understand that he can wrestle? Is that foreign to you? Do you not get the premise that you are in the wrestling business? What is what what is your goal? Like, what what is the goal at this? Like, what are we working on? Like, what are we doing? And then here's another thing: Why not send Keith Lee? Then if you're going to send all those dudes. To, to Raw from SmackDown. Like, you haven't been using Keith Lee on Raw at all anyway. Keith Lee is the next black guy to take the belt off a of black guy. They're not going to give I Keith mean, a championship because they're not going to give Keith Lee that World Heavyweight Championship. Big E took it off of Bobby and Keith no. Lee's going to take it off of Big E. No, he's not because they're, cause they're going to fuck his character. I'm game. willing to bet money. Well, here's the thing. Okay, that's what we'll do. I will bet you hundred dollars that Keith Lee does not take the bet off of Biggie. I see that bet. I think it's gonna be Seth. No, no, no. We won't have another black yeah. guy, bro. He and he and and listen, I love you, bro. But KG is not wrong. 
Rich Allen, Rich Allen is going to take the twenty four seven title off. Of that's another. Team. That's another thing that me and Joe, Joe were talking about. We got two Sheamuses on SmackDown now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, that's going to be the new tag team. That's the new Sheamus and Cesaro. No, sweet mothers. Oh, and then uh-huh. and then another. And then one more thing. I keep saying another. I'm sorry, but it just it just points to the just the the mind boggling moves of that draft. It's just from a standpoint that. You know, if you're not going to utilize TC, like I said, you could have went to SmackDown, or you could have kept in there, one or the other. Uh, it's just like, what, what do you have now, basically? Um, you're not going to, you basically have no one to feud with Roman except for Drew now. Yeah. Oh, another thing that that almost happened. You already almost put the Street Profits up. They were actually, no, yeah, I'm dead serious. They're about to do that. That's supposed to go to Raw. Why? Because he had one match where he was getting his ass with by Roman and it looked believable. That's what Tez has been doing since NXT. Like, come on, bro. Listen, all right, don't make me do this, bro. Don't, oh, fuck it, I'm doing it. Tez has three moves. I said it. Montez Ford has three moves. That's not really something to debate. I mean, he has that blockbuster. He has a beautiful drop kick. He has the frog flash. And then, I'm oh, sorry, four. And that rock bottom that he does every now and again. Well, yeah, no, that's, yeah. Tez is not ready for no push. Tez is not <laughs> ready for no push. He, he can't Tez do a match over 15 ready. minutes. They, he is ready, bro. The Street the street Profits haven't had a good match over 25 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Street pimps. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Street Profits haven't had a good match over 25 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I didn't even know. He gave him a new name. Because, <laughs> bro, because they're pimping the system. They had it. Listen, listen. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. And, and, and these are my own people, and I fucks with them, bro, because they really got talent. They had a year of having the Raw Tag Team Championships, and they feuded with the Viking Raiders over some cinematic ass bullshit because the producer, or the, the whatever the show they want to do, they they never had a, a match over like 10, 15 minutes where they could really show their talent. I don't believe in Tez. I don't believe in. I don't fucking believe in uh, D'Angelo either. I don't believe in neither of them motherfuckers. Nothing. They haven't they, had it. They haven't given you a reason to, bro. Bro, it, okay, and I even go back to NXT when they faced uh, the Undisputed F- Era. Yeah. Then they faced FTR, FTR too? Yeah, and it, it did. I don't believe them, bro. I don't believe in them. I, listen, they are a great tag team that they would have had a chance to develop, but I don't believe in them. I know what's going to happen. Tez is going to get in there, do something funny, be amazing, get beat up for five or 10 minutes. D'Angelo's going to come in. Do a spine buster, do the little spin circle thing he does in the corner each time, do a little tackle, do a little thing to set a third. Then he's gonna do that little uh D low power bomb, and then Tez as a frog splash matches over in 12 minutes. That's it. I, I need him to stop that little spinny shit though. That that needs to stop. That's it. Like that's all they he fucking need that little spin. Bro, that's all listen, when they won the, when they won when they won in uh fucking uh was that Seattle? It was that takeover? With the uh, ladder match, they want to take over twenty five. That was somewhere in uh, Connecticut. Yeah, that shit was. That's because they were due. They didn't earn that shit. They were due. They were due because fans were behind them and everybody believed in their ass. But they didn't earn that shit. They were due. Just like the Grizzly Young Vets who got fucked over tonight because of some stupid ass choice are due because they've been putting on good fucking matches. They're due. Fucking street problems were over because they're cool. 
They're cool as shit. They're cool. That's it. You, you That's can't. why Booker wanted to come and be their manager. Because they need it. They need, they they need that. Because you talk about, look, listen, Booker T gonna get them right. All right, and, I, and I'm not even, and I'm not even trying to blow no smoke on nobody. No, I legit, I legit think if you you put a, a Booker T as a manager for them, it'll be kind of like what my PSAs was for the Jeff, I mean for the uh, for the Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys, yep, that would be exactly what that's for. And even because because even when and even when it's lost its luster or whatever and it's over with and done with, fine. But you get a better tag team because of it, and you get a better product. And that's yeah. what I'm not understanding with the WWE mindset. You used to put old heads on the young heads that have potential to really see what motherfuckers got but now you're like uh, just let me keep resting and see what happens oh, and then here's another thing they didn't have to get called up as a unit but they could have talk, had just had them call up why don't you call up Roddy and put the Cruiserweight title on Smackdown and have him with Ricochet you could finally use Xavier as a singles guy him and Roddy I mean to me it just writes itself those are two guys off the. That's two guys off the bat where it's like, okay, they could have great matches with Roddy and put some potential to that cruiserweight championship. Um, because it's like, if you're gonna do NXT 2.0, who's down there really outside of Carmelo that you really want to see in your face? If you if you're gonna have like NXT. honestly, like who do I see Roddy face outside Carmelo is? Because no, there's really not a lot of cruiserweights left. No, it's not. And the thing of it is, is like with the cruiserweight championship. That the diamond mine has. What are you? What are you going to do to maximize that title? Because she'd have made it a great thing until Vince got there and just fucking ruined it, and COVID ruined it because he caught COVID and shit. But now it's going to be ruined. That title's going to be in ruins. Like that title's going to have collect cobwebs. It it's, basically is unless you put Johnny Gargano there, which is doing him a disservice. That's how this he would win SmackDown. That would have been a lot fucking better than fucking. Ruining the sh- it's just it's just so bad. <laughs> We're just yeah. small. I mean, there's just, like they couldn't get SmackDown real. Like I get I get that she has a tag titles right now, but like couldn't have just put the tag title to say they're exclusive at SmackDown. So when they drop them, I don't know. It's just yeah, there's some there's just so much wrong with everything with that draft. I know I said those last night. I'm sorry. It's just it's just it, the more you just think about it, it's just keeps compounding the problem. Um, yeah, I I don't really, I mean, in their mind, Seamus still has value. Like, I mean, granted, when I, when he's done, he'll be like probably one of the more underappreciated guys to probably ever wrestled. Yeah. At least in this generation. Yeah. Um, he's solid, but once again, like you're telling me Jeff Hardy and Seamus at this point in their careers are equal to the guys you gave up who are still arguing in their prime. First of all, neither one of them equals Ben Seth or KO. Yeah. Combined, they don't. So it's just like, I'm sorry. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. It just feels like it's just not worth it. And we're going to end on that note. I'm just. Hey, no, we're not going to end on a negative note. This is the note we're going to end on. The cream always rises to the top, baby. SmackDown has been here before. And they, what did they do? They destroyed and rebuilt. They got worse. They got worse. We had a a little period there where SmackDown had to figure this stuff out. But once they figured it out, it was back rolling, bro. And we just have to remain positive. Are we talking about last year when Brian had like the worst Universal Championship run ever? (laughs) 
that was the bad part. That was the bad part of SmackDown. But hey, that's what I'm saying. Because they gutted the roster. They they took them four years to get it back. Hey, <laughs> I, I, SmackDown is our only hope right now. Okay, mm-hmm. they I hear you. But I'm saying like the. So it's like if if it ain't all elite right now, like I'm not really like, okay, interested in wrestling right now. Like it's, it's I'm, a, like it's a, it's it's a, I said, it's a, I said four. It took them two years to get it back because they okay. So last time SmackDown was hot was like the 2016 through like 2018. They gutted the roster in because they got rid of KO. They sent KO and Sammy to Raw. They sent AJ. No, AJ was still on SmackDown. He was on SmackDown. Which they sent him eventually, but not. They didn't send him in 2018. But like they started like getting rid of people in 2018 and it's just like what was the point of that I that's mean, where it started we know the draft Kevin Owens I'm sorry but I actually gave my foot was getting Kevin Owens this dude made Shane McMahon look great twice think we about the, that you know the draft is some bull all the time bro so I, I me personally I'm just trying to look on the right side of it and see where I need raw I need Smackdown to Smackdown like Everything else on WWE television right now, I'm not interested. Let me let me let me break this down for you right now. They're they gonna it. have I, I'm gonna this is gonna make me angry. They're gonna have Shinsuke lose the title to Ridge. I'll think about that. Now Ridge is gonna get the 24-7 title. Happy No, Ridge is gonna get the IC title. Happy Corbin is gonna get the IC title. Oh my god. Okay, okay. yeah. We gotta go. No, I can't have this debate with y'all. I can't do this shit. I can't No, you're probably right. Tim's probably stressful. right now. I think that's about too it. stressful. See, that's gonna stress me out. Like I can't like that's gonna stress me the fuck out. That's gonna like come on, bro. Okay, we gotta go. So just be thankful that now we have an alternative that is pretty fucking awesome. Like Wednesdays and Fridays is, is lit. <laughs> and Wednesdays and Fridays be lit. Listen, okay. Oh, Listen, you guys. know, you're gonna make you even angrier than the fact that and maybe this I know Tim doesn't want to end in a negative, but it's hard not to. Cesaro hasn't won a singles championship in almost 10 years. Yep. All mad all over again. Yep. Mad all over again. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Positive, positive. All right. Sorry, all Tim. Right. Tim's right. Okay. It's, good. it's all good. It's all so, good. so I could say a positive is, and I'd rather see this at WrestleMania anyway, and maybe this is what they're building towards. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep this, uh, you know, until WrestleMania. I'd be down for Drew and Tribal Chief, Scottish, Scottish Warrior and the Tribal Chief. The WrestleMania, I'll be down for it. That's not bad as long as it doesn't make event. Yo, oh, by the way, positive note. Go watch the Broken Skull session with Seth Rollins. It will change your whole mindset about how intelligent this guy is. Seth Rollins really, really gets it. He's, he's yeah, I, re- I heard he wanted to strangle Calvin after Hell on Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. a big, uh, big yeah. topic. So, so was, so was the Brock. Like, the, <laughs> like listen, like listen to him talk about Brock and a whole bunch of other shit. That shit's fire, uh, guys. Ray even commented on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, guys, um, we appreciate you guys stopping by, look, checking us out on YouTube. Please check us also out SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, on all streaming platforms. We are everywhere, baby. These are just gonna go out. And just not hear about some wrestling stuff from Hot Take Wrestling. Like you got your goddamn mind. We are everywhere. You hear me? My name is uh, Joe Freeline, aka Joe Freeline Third. You can follow the Hot Take Wrestling podcast page on Hot Take Wrestling on Instagram, uh, Wrestling Take on Twitter. All right. And also, uh, we are under 
the uh, playlist of Hot Take Wrestling, which is all under the WCW, which will be up on Wednesday. There you can watch past episodes of Hot Take Wrestling. You can also catch up on some other podcasts that's associated with Hot Take Wrestling, such as the NMG Network, which has a goo gob of different types of podcasts. Um, also, uh, there's so much more information in terms of current events with Boulevard Ave, with Boulevard Ave. and also if you're into some dirty stuff, late nights is coming back. But the main thing that I want you guys to focus on right now is high tech wrestling. And once you understand that uh, we are wrestling right now, we are wrestling. There is nobody else. Ah. It's just us. Uh, <laughs> oh, just, uh, Tim, just make a Tim, just make a promise that like you won't force people in the U.S. to uh, deal with peacock because um, you know lot of issues with that streaming service. <laughs> we'll, we'll stay on YouTube. It's going to Peacock. It's like going from like YouTube to like to like what, like Facebook or something. Yeah, like going like Facebook Live. <laughs> hey, if Tony Khan just go ahead and make it. Happen. Shout out to Tony Khan. Hey, to- hey, Shout out to Tony Khan. Shout out to Tony Khan for sure. I am Joe. I am Joe Freeland. That's the other KG. That young man down there is Logan the Great. The social media handles will pop up in a matter of moments. You're welcome to follow them, but you're also welcome to follow the Hot Tech Wrestling Podcast uh, IG page. Get us to a thousand. That is the goal. Get us to a thousand. Matter of fact, get us to a hundred subscribers on YouTube. Get us to a thousand on Mother Loving Me uh, IG, and then we will celebrate our IG live when we get to a thousand. We'll celebrate our IG live. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, and if I'm wrong about tonight, now I'll be the first to admit it, but I'm, I'm done with 2.0. All right. And then also, also some of this, some of these excerpts will be on reels. Uh, we'll be giving a, we'll, 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 we got some potential stuff we might be doing in the future. You know what I'm saying? Might be talking about some stuff. We got interviews coming up on, on uh, the next couple of episodes. High Take Wrestling is episode two because you guys enjoy High Take so much. We're going to do that again with our man's, uh, Will Jameson. Shouts out to uh, uh, No Chill Phil, funny as fuck. Um, all you guys, uh, have a good night. Enjoy yourself. Uh, if you want any wrestling info, any wrestling information, or just to get some wrestling takes, <coughs> Hot Tech Wrestling is the place to be. And I sneeze there because Hot Tech Wrestling is so fucking sick. Huh. Uh, one last thing, the Prince, they, you know, apparently, they're fans of Wu-Tang Clan. That's why we got Banks, Bianca, and uh, Becky. Killer bees. You just did that. <laughs> killer, killer bees. Killer bees swarming in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Hey, make sure, make sure, make sure to shout us out if you like what you're hearing. Comment on some of these show. Comment on some of these things, man. Also, we are kind of becoming a big deal. So if you want these interviews smoke, let us know. That's right. Hot Take Wrestling Podcast page, baby. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. The Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the NMG Network, a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC. You ain't doing nothing, you just frontin' if you ain't doing it.